Hey, internet. Welcome to JFabe. My name is Rich. I am the Bullwell Boozerweight. And I, I'm, I am going with that. Stop looking at Bull me like that. Bullwell Boozerweight. Bullwell Boozerweight. Boozerweight. Boozerweight, yes. I've got whiskey yeah. in my hand. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, that is my erstwhile companion, Jay. Jay, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Jay's shrugging for those of you without television sets. I do a lot of shrugging. <laughs> he does it. Yeah, no, that's, uh, we're, we're, we're communicators at heart. We, we communicate orally and <laughs> <laughs> also not so orally. Anyway, <laughs> that's what an intro sounds like. So awesome. let's talk about wrestling. Um, <laughs> what we're here to talk about is this week in wrestling. Um, every single week um, at some unspecified point we might feel like getting together and talking about what we've been watching in the wrestling world and sometimes the things that we are not doing in the wrestling world but just in our day to day lives because we have a feeling that you will be interested because we are fascinating people <laughs> good intro good intro <laughs> yeah you like that you yeah, like yeah, that? yeah yeah good yeah yeah, yeah. No, I rehearsed it for like hours <laughs> in front of a mirror right <laughs> So this week has been an absolute content shite by the WWE. They have just <laughs> diarrhoeaed content all over our screens. Uh, against the wall, see sticks. Yeah, 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 which has actually been their philosophy for the past three or four years, yeah, actually, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, networks happen, so yeah, just yeah, throwing out. Yeah, just, just as much content as we can possibly get. So uh, we're recording this on Saturday the 2nd of February, Um 2019 um last week on the 26th i want to say saturday the 26th in the UK, it would have been sunday yeah. morning yeah it would have been sunday yeah. morning yeah but kind of midday midnight uh, on sunday yeah, um yeah yeah, yeah. um nxt dropped which had um an hour-long pre-show um followed by two to three hours of nxt Great content, and then the next day was seven hours of Royal Rumble content. Seven hours. Seven, seven hours, hours kickoff show, <laughs> followed by a Royal Rumble that overran by at least 45 minutes as an event. Um, so good timekeeping there. Good timekeeping there. Um, it's promising for that. Um, a WrestleMania. Yeah, that nine-hour <laughs> WrestleMania that we've yeah, all been yeah. waiting for. Um, because <laughs> Lord knows that year they did six hours wasn't enough. Um, with a two-hour pre-show. Roman so. Reigns, Triple H. That was great. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah no. Um, I, I wish that match had lasted six hours. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Don't yeah. like it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. Um, so... <sighs> It was all kind of, it all got progressively more, all got progressively more difficult as the week wound on. Because then, of course, there's Raw, SmackDown, um, and... 205, NXT. 205, NXT, NXT UK. I will say that NXT and NXT UK this week were pickups. Um, they, they were fairly good shows. NXT UK is doing really well, and we'll definitely get onto that. Later, we may actually dedicate more time to that than we do to most of the Royal Rumble, because the Royal Rumble was well. Well, well, if you've seen it, if you've seen <laughs> it, which I imagine if you're listening to two random guys talk about wrestling who don't re haven't really ever done anything before, um, on your bus or in various places where you may listen to podcasts, then chances are 
Um, you've seen the Royal Rumble that we're talking about anyway. Um, but starting off on Saturday, we had the NXT show. Um, first match, Sky Pirates, Shirai and Carrie Sane. On the pre-show. Yep, on the pre-show this was. Um, six minutes, 41 seconds, um, defeated Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke. Kind of a throwaway match for me. Um, um, i invested yeah. in any of these teams at all. I couldn't tell you what, what a Jessamine Duke is, and she, her name is Blue on Wikipedia. Um, meanwhile, UFC fighter. Okay. Oh, is it those two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what do you know? What they look it. like? They look like two failed characters from Mortal Kombat. Like you know, <laughs> we're talking like one of the weird Mortal Kombat's that no one ever. Used. They look like a background character from um, those weird side-scrolling Mortal Kombat's Let's play. that failed. Let's fight. Yeah, yeah. You know the ones. That's what they look like. They they just they've got no personality. One of them's doing this weird Cody Rhodes gimmick. Is that is that her? Yeah, no. I don't know. Is she injured or? Um, or I think she's I think hurt her nose. Yeah. She, they're talking about a broken nose. Um, maybe it would have been a good time to put her off TV and not fucking use her because they are the drizzling shits in the ring. Yes, yes, they are quite uh, boring, but yeah. Um, Carrie saying I quite like her in that you can put her on the side of a. Um, you can put her on the side of a collector's cup and um, you know give it to your six-year-old daughter and she's probably going to find her just as acceptable as the homogenized other women there is for her to pretend to be um when she's not being a disney princess um <laughs> and i don't know why shirai is so uh, fill in the blanks for me jay um i mean they've actually got history they used to be i think they used to be tag team in japan cool to be honest with you uh, but i don't know too much about her fair play um and as a result of this match we don't know anymore Right then, the Forgotten Sons, Wesley Blake and Steve Cutter, um, <laughs> defeated the Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. I, I didn't even know they had names. Um, <laughs> seven minutes, 19 seconds in a tag team match. Thoughts? Don't like the Forgotten Sons. You can just forget them easily. Um, it is in the name. Um, Street Profits. I liked uh, them better. Potential. I liked them better when they potential. were crime time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait now i get the connotations of that i'm not benoiring it it's going to be on there forever right okay cool war raiders um hansen and roe um, versus <laughs> the undisputed era um that's carlo riley and roderick strong um they're both the champions um or were 16 minutes 57 seconds first question i've got to ask if they ever put the freebird roll rule in with the undisputed era is that is that happening or uh, they did that once didn't they um, when uh, Alan Cole did double duty okay. when he did the ladder match for the North American ah uh, yeah yeah. so that, that yeah. is in play with them so it kind of is okay. in play yeah just, just really a bit of it. an interesting thing anybody who doesn't know what the free free bird rule is it's um, the New Day use it all the time it's where a triple headed tag team can have two any two people um, any two members defend the title so I, I learned something um, in regards to that, because I only found out it existed when I wondered why Big E and Kofi Kingston ended up defending the tag title one time and looked it up on Wikipedia. I, I didn't actually know that was a thing. I think Demolition used it as well. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't tell them apart. Obviously, it's <laughs> like the only one I recognised was Crush, and that was after the fact because of obviously that wonderful, wonderful match at WrestleMania Nine <laughs> that we all remember <laughs> to this very day. Um, War Raiders, what are your thoughts since they've come from New Japan Pro Wrestling? Um, Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. I thought. Wait, 
they were they were signed to Ring of Honor. They were just using New Japan Pro Wrestling. Well, I only ever saw them in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Right, I know you're enough. a big Ring of Honor fan, though. So, what are your thoughts since they've come over from the Indies? Uh, well, um, I think they're doing quite well. Um, they're yeah. using the same style still, which is good to see. Yeah, I just don't like the war war thing they do. Yeah. Um, so, War Raiders came out with um, a bit of a Viking theme. Um, mm. Lots. I, I really like the unique intro. Um, that the, was kind of cool. It was yeah, kind of obvious that intro. they were going to win as a result of that because the understudy. Why would you put so much time into an entrance if they're not going to win? Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Kind of gave it away a little bit, but it does. I think if you're going to do the special entrances, I mean, everyone it, needs one. Yeah, well, at least everybody participating yeah, yeah. in the match needs something unique going on. Um, I mean, with the exception of obviously, um, with the exception of obviously, um, Wrestle Kingdom, where they didn't bother doing that. That's New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 13 on January 4th. Um, they usually do do that there, and um, the only person who they did that with was Kenny Omega this year. Um, Kushida. Really. Um, Kushida? Did they do it with Kushida? Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, Back to the Future thing. Oh yeah, the Back to the Future thing. That was kind of cool. Mini Kashida. Yeah, Mini Kashida. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that yeah. was good. Yeah. That was good. Um <clears throat> So yeah, War Raiders um went over the Undisputed Era. I'm kind of glad to see Kylo Riley and Roderick Strong not have the tag titles anymore. Um, if I'm honest. I know they're good wrestlers, um, you know, but uh, they're I just very dragon can get back together now. They're just really irritating. Why are they irritating? Because they're good heels. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no, that's, I'm, fair, I'm, enough I'm totally that's mark- fair enough then. I'm, I'm yeah, marking yeah, totally out here, but no, they are good heels, but I just don't like them having the title because they're irritating heels. I mean, I know that's their shtick, but yeah. Doing their job. They yeah, doing they're, they're, they're job. doing their job well. That doesn't mean I need to yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. think yeah. they need a title <laughs> in order to do it because it means that, that I have to see them doing their job more. We see Undisputed Era holding all titles by the end of the year. Is that your is that is that Jay's hot take? I think that's gonna happen. Excellent. You heard it here first on Jay Fabe. Um Undisputed to hold all titles, including the women's titles. <laughs> <laughs> They'll find a way. Yeah. All brands. All brands, all titles. <laughs> um I'm I'm glad the War Raiders have the title. Um my only real concern is that there are quite a few generic big guy tag teams in NXT at the moment and um, this could lead to a lot well, of what machi- um, is it? heavy machinery heavy machinery they've yeah. been taken up to the main roster so they're not there anymore oh okay so they're fair like play. the only big tag team like size oh okay fair play I wasn't aware of that um, I do get confused with the whole War Raiders um, heavy machinery and War Machine thing because obviously War Raiders used to be called War Machine and then WWE had heavy machinery and called them heavy machinery and the War Raiders. The War Raiders mm. came in as a result. So good fun. Um Matt Riddle defeated Cassius Ono by submission in a singles match that was nine minutes twenty seconds. What are your thoughts on this Matt Riddle guy? Well, he's a bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling at the moment I I enjoy his matches, but I don't see him being anything big. That's my thing. That's my thing. I'm watching his matches. He's incorporating but MMA um, into the pro wrestling style, which is which is great. Yeah, uh, it's good to see. But mm. I don't see him being any more than a mid carder. Do you know what this match said to me? That the actual feel of it. That Cassius Ono is now a veteran jobber. Um. Well, yeah, obviously, but the actual feel of it. Um. It felt like it had the same relevance as 
Chris Jericho versus um, Six um, <laughs> at War Games <laughs> 1996. Like, no, sorry, 97. Um, it just felt like it was in the card and there were no real stakes to it. You know, there's this whole pride thing to it. But when one of your characters has no fucking pride because he's Cassius Ono and is a glorified jobber, as you've said, and the other guy has has that Rob Van Dam thing where they don't have enough of a they don't have enough of an ego to protect said pride. Doing it for pride doesn't necessarily feel like it gives any form of relevance. There's no character work to give it any kind of extra level, so it kind of felt a bit one dimensional to me from a from a character and storytelling perspective. And also going from a what five second match? A five second match and yeah. then into a nine minute twenty match. I don't know. It, it just makes Matt Riddle look a bit weaker. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Um, that's that's true. Um, cool. So, interested to see where Matt Riddle goes. I'm reckon he needs maybe a tag team. Um, but then the obvious option there would be Keith Lee. The obvious option would be Keith Lee. Do you know what I'd like to see? What's that? I'd like to see him in the Mixed Match Challenge next year with Shayna Baszler. I reckon that, that would be work. very interesting. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. that's that's a, that's how I that's how I deal with it, and maybe just pair them up. Um, yeah. So Jay just coughed away from the mic. Um, he can he can cough into the mic all he wants because I can just mute it. <laughs> 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 just thought I'd let you all know that um, I am a super super editor. I've got um, a cold. Johnny Gorgano, <laughs> that's cool, I'm hungover. Johnny Gorgano <laughs> defeated Ricochet for the um, NXT North American Championship, 23 minutes, 36 seconds. Um, Some say match of the night, and I would agree. I would agree. Um, I mean, very much like what came later, but... Always <sighs> telling a story is Johnny Gorgano. How on fire? How on fire is Johnny Gorgano? He is just amazing. Um absolutely blows my mind every time I see him I am absolutely behind him and that conflicts me as a fan and that is because of how well he's told this story over over the past 18 18 months well nearly two years now Um, this win over Ricochet um, kind of solidifies his character and his character's methodology he's becoming more and more corrupted and there was a point where he questioned himself um I can't remember the exact spot because I've watched a lot of wrestling in the last in the last week. But there was a point <laughs> there was a point where he um questioned himself. Ricochet took advantage of it and then Johnny Gorgano realized that it it was when he pulled the mat back and wanted to wanted to perform a move from the hardest point of the ring onto the onto the hardest point of the arena, which is the, the floor. floor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, no, I I really really Love that, and I love the way that eventually he had to take that, and that kind of that could be the moment that tips that has well, that was the moment that tipped his character over the edge, and also the use of attire as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the use of attire, um, <laughs> I'll elaborate on that. Yeah, so yeah, basically, the colour scheme that he's using is a more of a universe. Oh, colour the scheme. use. Of, oh, I thought you said yeah. the use of a tire. I was like, <laughs> well, what point was a tire used in that match? <laughs> was there? A, did I fall asleep during that point? I, I can't see. Yeah, yeah. No, the use of a tire, um, as in clothes, um, just brilliant. Ricochet was like Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously. 
Well, Johnny, Johnny Gargano. Gargano, his his slogan, initially we fought Carnage, yeah, um, yeah. because obviously Carnage... The um, colour scheme. Yeah, the colour scheme and Carnage's... Um, Carnage has that kind of smiley, smiley kind of face that's been that's on fire. But I, we found out later in the night, and we're going to come back to this. We found out later in the match night it was something quite different. Um, we will get to that. Shayna Baszler defeated Bianca Belair by technical submission. Fifteen minutes twenty six seconds. How good is Bianca Belair? Bianca Belair is going to be a top tier uh, yeah. wrestler for the company. Can you imagine her in a ring with Sasha Banks? I can, and it would be an absolute barnstormer. Absolute, absolute. It would certainly be a slobber knocker. It would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, I, I am very much looking forward to seeing her against Charlotte Flair. And I'm she's very much still developing her character, and she's getting better and better every, yeah. every week. No, absolutely, absolutely. The use of the hair in that match... Um, was really Bianca Belair used her hair as a whip um, at one point, raising a cut in Shayna Baszler. Yeah, it's actually t- used in telling a story instead of just using it for the sake of it. Yeah, so she's utilizing her hair a lot mm. better now than she was when she first came in. Mm. I do apologize. I'm drinking coffee. It's delicious. We put whiskey in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler kind of feels like she's followed in Ronda Rousey's um, footsteps and maybe doesn't necessarily have quite Reminds me of a female Samoa Joe, but not quite on his level. Yeah, yeah. Um, Should she have the title? I don't think so, no. I think um, Mm. Bianca Bella should have taken the title off her, uh, to be fair. uh, WWE, they now have Shayna Baszler, they've got Ronda Rousey, and they have Brock Lesnar, all as champions at the top tier of the the division they're in. So a lot Uh, of people who've been to UFC are now champions. Yeah, I mean, I like the use of people um, from the UFC, and I think that there is a there is a crossover appeal in that sport in that in that element and I think it's a good place for people from UFC to transition to um, I mean obviously Ronda Rousey's fantastic in the ring um, that's because she practices her matches well yeah extensively looking in your direction Shayna uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know and Brock Lesnar has that has that Andre the Giant style appeal of he's just so fucking big granted they're, they've lent on that a bit too much but Shayna Baszler is the weakest of those three. If there is the father, the son, if there is the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost kind of thing, then she's kind of forgotten what her role is, and she's locked herself out of the church. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the dome. <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of, I, she shouldn't have the strap. Um, I would have loved to see her in a heel yet underdog kind of role. Um, where she had to cheat to win, whereas Ronda Rousey didn't. You could set up a bit of cross-brand there because they would never need to interact. Um, This is how I would have booked it anyway. I would have had her still having to cheat to win because she didn't quite put in the effort that Ronda Rousey had put in, and that that could be part of her kayfabe reason for not reaching that, and then slowly get to the point where she gets better enough to hold that title. What instead seems to have happened is she's wandered into the woman's division and just beating the living shit out of everybody, um, sometimes <laughs> sometimes injuring them in the process, and generally looking pig ugly. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah to agree with that. 
Cool. Tommaso <laughs> Ciampa. <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa, Alistair Black. Um, singles match, the NXT Championship. 26 minutes, 30 seconds. Tommaso Ciampa came out dressed as Wolverine, um, whereas Alistair Black came out dressed like Alistair a Black. pine cushion, <laughs> <laughs> a pine nut um, that had been painted black. Alistair Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because obviously um, Tommaso Ciampa was telling a story um, with Johnny Gargano with his attire. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, definitely. Um, Tommaso Ciampa came out as Wolverine, um, which I think is a good look for him. Obviously, he has that he has that element in his character anyway um, of having that edge, um, being vicious, not always being aligned with the pure, the pure good, as it were, um, which Wolverine has had in the past as far as comics go. I'm making this sound like a, like a half comic kind of thing, but <laughs> it's just because everything's so comic themed because I, I actually don't read comics. Do you read comics, Jay? Not really, to be honest with you. No, no. no. We no. might not be the most qualified people to say this, so I will say that we are echoing everyone else's thoughts um, <laughs> that we've that we've listened to and kind of seen the connections as well. Um, as a match. As a match. You can't fault it, can you, really? No. From start to finish. No. They told I mean, the story perfectly, especially with um, Tommaso Ciampa attacking Alistair Black's leg. Told a really good story mm. um, for the finish. Yeah, I mean... see where he went for the... Um, What's his finisher called again? Um, I'm going to say... The Wait, we oh, oh, I thought you meant Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, it was really well executed, really convincingly executed um, by Alistair Black, obviously, um, because from my perspective, it felt like it was... Um, if I didn't know any better and I hadn't seen the storytelling, it would have just looked like an injured person attempting to do that move yeah. and failing. Um, and, and also, um, Champa used the spot, the same spot that um, Gargano used on Ricochet on the outside. Um, oh, please, go on. Um, where he was on the outside, and he performed a move on the concrete floor. Which yes, it was, the s it was exactly the same Yeah, exactly, movement. so it mirrored it. Yeah, no, I did, interesting. I, I did notice that. That was, um, that was something quite telling. Um, I So over the years, with this Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano thing... Um, about three years now, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From from the inception of DIY to the Cruiserweight Classic, where obviously yeah. there was that first kind of seed, um, and then obviously going on into Tommaso Ciampa's ultimate betrayal of Johnny Gargano and Johnny Gargano's slow corruption. Um, Johnny Gargano has gone from being this pure white meat babyface, um, as as they call them, um, and slowly been corrupted into. Um, what is effectively a dark reflection of himself. He's vicious, he is willing to cut corners and cheat because he knows that that is going to be, that is going to be how he wins, and yet he still believes that he is the good guy. He talks about it like it's destiny, even. Um, as a result, his colours um, and his styling, especially with the um, X-Man font being used on the back of his trunks in order to spell his name, um, yeah, 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 definitely. That was um, he was Dark Phoenix, um, who was corrupted um, in a rather large storyline in the X Men comics um, in the nineteen seventies, and yeah, um, he was stood next to Wolverine or Tommaso Ciampa, arm in arm to close out the pay per view. All in all, uh, well, 
both with titles in their hands. Obviously, um, <laughs> not arm in arm. Not like not like it's like it's an advert for like it's an advert for Coke or something. <laughs> yeah, we won. Um, there's that begrudging respect between the two of them. Johnny Gargano's realised um, why Tommaso Ciampa has had the success that he's had as a character. Johnny Gargano has finally realised it. He's finally taken that last step with um, him with with his defeat of Ricochet into what he feels he should be. Um, there was a, there was a moment, there was a moment on the ramp where they both looked at each other's titles. And for a second, you wonder if DIY is getting back together. Are they getting back together? Yes. Will they always be together or will Probably they not. one day implode? That's the beauty of it. This, this storyline can run and run and, it could run straight onto the main roster. It could end up at WrestleMania um, if WWE had the balls to do it, and they won't. <laughs> and they just won't. They just won't. <laughs> so Since it gets the main roster, it will just turn into something that it's not, and we won't be able to tell the end of the story properly, I don't think. I don't think they will. Um, I hope <coughs> that they remain champions for a long time, and I hope that they end up in, ideally, a three-way dance um, with... Um, someone like Alistair Black or whoever follows him after he after he inevitably goes to the main roster, um, a title unification match maybe, or or a, you know both titles on the line kind of thing, and their fighting between each other leads to their ultimate downfall as champions and leads to them both losing the title. That to me would be the only way that it could go, and then they could take that war onto the main roster. They could both become cartoon characters of themselves, sell their sell their sell their t-shirts. And Vince McMahon could, I don't know, throw a diversity g- gimmick on, on. And then just throw them both in 205. On. Yeah, yeah, 205, 205, that's where they need to be. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so that went off the air. While it went off the air, um, there was a massive rook between Velveteen Dream, who sadly was not on the card, um, but was sporting a very, very nice um, turtleneck red skin tight that how how great is his <laughs> is his clothing line i mean i uh, maybe i'm I sure may- you enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> i mean i may be showing my rainbow a bit here but <laughs> he really does dress snappily doesn't he he is a snappy dresser yes he is a snappy is. dresser he is. um who else was in that brawl i, I was too busy watching velveteen dream <laughs> <laughs> so in the brawl uh came out adam cole yep uh, um, who was on the side with uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Um, Gargano and the other side was Ricochet Alistair Black and Velveteen Dream yeah it didn't really feel like there was any reason for these people to come out together um, as such or why they would choose that point to do it um, however we found out the next night in hour two of the pre-show um, <laughs> as informed to us by Shawn Michaels who was where decked out in all NXT gear. Um, we were informed that obviously they're going to be having the Super Bowl Sunday smash up, um, or whatever it's called. And that will showdown. be showdown. Showdown, that's it, on Saturday, the third um, of February, Sunday, the third of February. Um, um, this evening. Y- tomorrow evening. Yeah, we're on Saturday. Oh, we're on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This yeah. evening is the. Um, <laughs> this evening is what we're calling the undercard clusterfuck. <laughs> 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 the WWE NXT um NXT UK and 205 live um 
bash, I suppose. It's like a tournament between when all the wrestlers. Collide. Yeah, but who do we yeah. reckon's winning that just, just off the cuff while we're in between shows here before we go into the Royal Rumble proper? Um, I reckon um, NXT UK is going to take it. You reckon? Because it will wear them up as a brand and get people watching it on, on the network. Cool. Um, do we reckon it's going to be face or heel? And if so, who and why? Maybe heel, it'll be Gibson. Who yeah, takes I'm, it. I'm thinking yeah. Gibson as well. They're, they're going to push him to the stars, I think. I think they, uh, yeah, I think he's totally, he's totally what Triple H likes in a wrestler. Absolutely, 100%. He's a heel. He's an old style heel. Definitely, he does definitely the mic work. UK heel. Yeah, he does the mic work. He is like an uglier Ric Flair <laughs> <laughs> with a little less America in him. Um, so I've, I've put it off long enough. The Royal Rumble. Um, just, oh, final thoughts on NXT TakeOver Phoenix. Um, wow. I bring up some details on the Royal Rumble. Um, so final thoughts, Jay? Overall, it was um, a really good show, to be fair. Um, I mean, from start to finish, not the pre-show, because that was a write-off in my opinion. Uh, uh, but yeah. from start to finish, um, every match was good. There, there was no faults in them. It wasn't a boring moment. Um, and they finished it really well yeah um yeah no I'm, I'm with you on that um i think it was the it was another chapter in one of the best storylines wwe have put out since cm punk had the title um and yeah just absolutely absolutely fantastic Smash out the park as uh, they say yep on the melts of scale um between one and five stars how many stars are we going to give that well on the melts of scale i'll have to give that a 16 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to say it's 16. I mean, it's not near the it's not near the 37 stars that I gave the last takeover, but I like the two rings and the cage. <laughs> okay, so Royal Rumble 2019 um, took place in Phoenix. Forty thousand people packed themselves into um, into wherever the hell they were. Chase Field, I believe it was, wasn't it? Chase Field. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was um, Chase Field. It looked full. So that's a good start. Always a good start, yeah. <laughs> yeah, always a good start. I mean, <laughs> they managed we, it. They yeah, did they, it. They 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 <laughs> managed to put what looked like the amount of people they were saying in the building in the building. So <laughs> that's that is maybe a, plus a few more like they always do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they always. I mean, they worked out in the end, for instance, that the gate for that um, for that WrestleMania at the Silverdome, where they said there were ninety three thousand people, it got worked out in the end that it was actually about ninety two um, eighty two thousand. So, but. <laughs> You know, so you can usually take knock about ten percent off, but you know that's yeah, still that's still about thirty six thousand people, um, give or take. Um, and I don't think there will have been that many free tickets going out there. So, um, PW Torch will probably tell us at some point, but I'm not going to go back and find that out. So fuck it. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable defeated Scott Dawson and Razar with Drake Maverick um, in six minutes fifty five seconds in a tag team match on the pre show. Um, didn't watch it. No, no. Um, which didn't didn't see it. Genuinely, um, I'm so disappointed with how Bobby Roode's been utilised. So disappointed. Really, really liked him in NXT. I mean, he's a tag team champion, a, but he's never on the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I mean, that just sense. well, it just shows what absolute dog shit the tag team division on Raw is treated. Is it Raw or SmackDown? I don't even know. Raw. Yeah, it just shows what absolute dog shit it is. Um, in regards to how it's booked. Shinsuke Nakamura, Rusev, um, with Lana. Singles match, United States Championship, 10 minutes, 15 seconds. Thoughts? 
I mean, it was a decent match. Decent match. Shinsuke's phoning it in at this point. He knows that the writing's on the wall, I think. Um, like, I mean, he's happy with the outcome, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I was happy with the outcome. Um, which it's not like nothing to rave about, really, is it? But it was good for an opener. Probably should have deserved a place on the actual card. Yeah, um, given a bit more time, and they could have. I think they could have. Down, I think they could have done a bit more with it. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see less of the shenanigans, if I'm honest. Um, did, I'd like it, to see. But it did work out for a bigger moment, didn't it? Yeah, it did work out for a bigger moment. Um, Lana got knocked off the. Um, Got knocked ring off apron. the hardest part of the ring, the ring apron, um, onto, onto the floor. The, onto the floor that had the mats on, so it was one of the softest parts of the arena. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, she injured her foot. This was through Shinsuke Nakamura. I'd, was it a shotgun drop kick or some kind of push? Anyway, anyway, Rusev, Rusev ended up knocking her off. Yeah, um, yeah, as pretty a result. Much. Yeah, and um, yeah, she did the whole "ow, my leg" thing. Um, that that you know, women are known to do when they're when they're climbing on the aprons, um in wrestling matches <laughs> and get knocked off. Um it was it was a fairly <laughs> it was a fairly standard um husband bumping wife kind of segment that WWE have used a thousand times, but it was very well very well executed and obviously it told a larger story as the night went on. All in all, yeah. It was alright. <laughs> it was alright next match <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Murphy defeated Akira Tozawa Hideo Itami and Callisto Callisto in a fatal four way match for the WWE oh, Cruiserweight Championship show, wasn't it 12 minutes 5 seconds <laughs> and yes it was um, <laughs> it was Itami yes it was Itami it was Itami didn't um, want to be there couldn't be bothered yeah, um, well, was it even that, or was it just that he's so ring rusty from being underutilized that he was just... A he's on every 205. Is he? He is. Oh, well, in Pretty that much, case, yeah. obviously, he was, obviously he was jet-lagged or something, because he was crap. Yeah, he completely he, he destroyed the match. <laughs> there, were about, there were about four or five botches that just kind of led to a complete derailment of any form of storytelling in the match. Um, he's been it, released now, so... Yeah, um, yeah, he's got Grinders release, so I guess he's happier now. Either he, either it's a case of he's happier now, or it was a case of WWE kind of watched that and thought, what an absolute shit show this is. Let's get the foot rid of him. We can't use him. Um, either way, um, I think both him, the WWE, and us as a wider audience are better off for it at this stage. Akira Tozawa needs more time to actually be Akira Tozawa at this stage, I feel. Um, all he's doing is waving his arms and smiling and looking happy. He's that's that. his character. Yeah, I know. It's not. Char <laughs> that's not a character. Those are <laughs> those. <laughs> those are movements. And he goes ha ha all yeah, the time. That's yeah. that's his thing. That's yeah, his they, yes thing. They they need to do more <laughs> with him. Um, I he's such he's clearly such a delightful person. Um, he's got this badass Kill Bill style music that's been put together. Sounds absolutely great. Wouldn't sound out of place on someone like fucking Batista. <laughs> and they're just utilizing him like this weird kind of tiny caricature and I think that's happy to be there that's, yeah he's got that I'm just happy to be there kind of Vader on Monday Night Raw circa 1998 kind of feel <laughs> to him <laughs> um, he's got that Apollo Crews kind of I'm just happy to be here kind of thing going off and it's just it just doesn't work for him and they can do so much more with a talent like his um, Akira um, sorry Kalisto um, is he? Should they just replace him with a roll of wallpaper at this stage? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean he's he's a talented wrestler. 
Which he's, one? Kalisto. Is he? Is he? Oh no, I'm he's thinking the of Sin. Yeah, Sin Cara was the one with two, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe they should. Maybe they should just make them all look a bit more different. Um, <laughs> because well, you got you've got three of them, and they all dress in the same stuff, and they're all wearing masks. And that's, we're supposed to be able gimmick, to, yeah, I know, but we, I know, I, I get they're that, they're, I get that, but Rey Mysterio and Ultimo Dragon, probably one of the best two masked, tag, uh, two masked um, people to ever tag together, because they did tag together for a period, I believe. Um, it may have been in CMLL or something, but they did at one point. It happened. Yeah. Look at um, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you could tell the difference between them. They had underlight. I can't tell the difference between any of the Lucha House Party, apart from the fat one. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, they do have different styles within their lucha mm. gimmick, so you can pick yeah. them apart. Yeah, um, if you watch the wrestling, but this is a product where you where you you're not supposed to watch the wrestling. You're supposed to watch the characters, and then <laughs> and then they have people whose characters are so similar that you like. It's just it's just the WWE. I, I'm just not in the mode for it. With when I'm watching WWE, when I'm in WWE, I need things spelling out for me um, because they sure as fuck don't let the wrestlers do it in the ring very often. So you just expect them to kind of telegraph that more. I can never tell which one Kalisto is. Um, there you go. That's my thoughts. Um, Buddy Murphy, my favorite. Buddy Murphy's killing it right now, isn't he? Buddy Murphy's killing it. it. Um, probably my favorite Corey Graves quote of the night was when he said that Buddy Murphy looks more like 235 pounds um <laughs> which is correct buddy murphy suspiciously does um asuka <laughs> <laughs> defeated becky lynch in the opening match of the proper card um that was the wwe women's championship smackdown women's championship right, match. SmackDown. um 17 minutes 10 seconds asuka and becky lynch jay well this star did not mesh did it really no, it didn't. They, um, I mean, the, the pace was quite slow as well, which I was quite surprised about. Pace was slow. I didn't necessarily mind that, but that it it was just that kind a bit of janky. Yeah, it was janky. Yeah, that's exactly what it felt like. It felt like um, that word that we yet to define. It, <laughs> it yeah, the, the, it, it felt cobwebs were there. It's. I'm trying to think of two wrestlers who are great in isolation um, and great with everyone else. Jericho and Steve Austin. They just didn't work as well together as... AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy. There we go. There's another one. Um, exactly that. And it's just that. They're two great wrestlers in their own right. But for some reason, for that 17 minutes and 10 seconds, I'd, I was struggling. I was struggling. Um, Becky Lynch didn't win, um, which obviously Great was finish, though. I enjoyed the, the finish. Was, um, the submission was like... Yeah, yeah. The submission was good. Um, do, it was just slapped on, wasn't it? And Becky Lynch had to tap, um, basically. Yeah, I mean, she floated over from the Oscar lock, didn't she? Yeah. Um, and to a bridge while choking Becky Lynch. My only real criticism um, of that as a finish is that the finish is the snap submission and then the wrestler who receives it is kind of forced to tap out or risk risk injury um not only was it used three times on these two cards it was used once again later on this card um in the finn Balor match 
Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. So that would be my only real criticism of it. Um, at the same time, it was a good way to... I mean, it's a solid-looking submission. Becky Lynch's character is not necessarily damaged by tapping out to it because it's more of a safety move on her part in order to do it. Um, but maybe if there was slightly more work done on the relevant on the relevant pressure points for that in order for that to work it probably could have sold it better i think if if becky lynch didn't return later in the night that then they probably would have spent more time focusing on focusing on was it an arm submission i think it was wasn't it arm or leg it ended up being a choke at the end didn't it oh yeah yeah if if, if there'd have been more focus on those on, on that body part i suppose the neck <laughs> 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 you know, because everyone loves it when wrestlers hit each other in the neck. Um, all in all, fairly fairly good match. Um, this is the start of um, a problem with the overall pacing of this event as a whole, um, which I'll come back to. Um, coming up next, The Miz, Shane McMahon against The Bar, Cesaro and Sheamus for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship of the World. Um, 13 minutes, 20 seconds. The Miz and Shane McMahon, what do we think? <coughs> it was just a tag match, wasn't it, really? Yeah. It was nothing yeah. special. Nothing. There was we, the, we knew that the Miz and Shane McMahon was going to win. That's the, where the story was heading. There was the beat down and the pop, the usual kind of, you know, hot tag kind yeah. of situation, all of that. Um, yeah. Just throwaway match, isn't it? Felt like a throwaway match. Um, I like what The Miz is doing with his character. I like the whole sycophant toadying up to a shame of man idea. I think they could probably do a bit more with it than they're currently doing and make it a bit deeper. Um, and yeah, the, my only real, the only real problem with running that angle is obviously the fact who that... Who will turn heel? Well, yeah, there's that question of who will turn heel. Who do you think? Um, I think they're actually going to go with Shane in this one. I think they could go with Shane. It will be a great time to flip the Miz. Um, yeah. He has spent a very long time um, as that character, and it's good to see him. It's good to see him finally get some form of direction before he ends up being the heel version of Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> and I know that Dolph Ziggler is technically a heel now, but he's still just Dolph Ziggler. Isn't he now not a face? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, I don't care. <laughs> Drew McIntyre is a heel, so it would make sense for him I, to be a face now. I haven't. Or I, is he a tweener? I think. I think he's it's just Dolph Ziggler. Basically, yeah. whether it's a face or a heel, um, his music hits, and everyone goes, oh. <laughs> "I'm not him again." <laughs> uh, okay, let's go get some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think it's good to see the Miz have a bit of character evolution. Um, I I would like to see Shane McMahon to be the one who turns a heel. Shane McMahon could breathe some life into the greatest wrestler of all time at this stage in the world. The ever. Miz? No, 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 no. Shane McMahon. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, he won that thing. The best he? in the world. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That thing. That thing. Um, Crown Jewel. Yeah, Crown yeah. Jewel. The um, the the the, <laughs> the UN recognized country of Crown Jewel. <laughs> cool um, yeah it was a throwaway match um, the bar <sighs> do some up with them I'm, I'm getting sick of seeing them right <laughs> <laughs> on to the next match everyone <laughs> Ronda <laughs> Rousey versus Sasha Banks <laughs> singles yeah. match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship indeed <laughs> and the time was 13 minutes 55 for this one yeah uh, some are saying it's the best match of the night um, yeah I would probably go there with that. Um, 
I don't know. I really like the Men's Royal Rumble. Wish it had more time. But as far as single one-on-one match, it's between that and the Brock Lesnar match, obviously. It's got to be. Because when you look at actual matches that are straight matches without some kind of shenanigans going on around them, there's the Becky Lynch one, there's the Ronda Rousey Sasha Banks one, and there is the Brock Lesnar one. Yeah, yeah. And that's about it. Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles fell flat anyway. Um, but we'll get we'll get to that. Ronda Rousey, Sasha Banks. Ronda Rousey was very strong in this, um, both um, in kayfabe and out of kayfabe. I don't remember this match. Um, that's because at this point um, you had sank at least a bottle of wine and several glasses of port. Um, I think we <laughs> drank about half of a bottle of whiskey between us, um, a litre bottle of whiskey, and you were you were you were dropping in and out of consciousness, from my respect. Might explain it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll just kind of, <laughs> I'll just kind of give you a bit of a summation. Um, Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks, didn't necessarily mesh as well as she should have done um, with Ronda Rousey. Um, she, out of the two of them, Ronda Rousey at times looked like the veteran um, of the two, which is no insult to Sasha Banks because Ronda Rousey has progressed massively within the last year anyway. Um, progression or get time to practice the match over and over again just to make sure she gets it right quite possibly either way she executed everything that she executed in that ring flawlessly Sasha Banks at times looked a little bit weaker than her um, and it wasn't necessarily down to Ronda um, Sasha she she had an okay showing it was a mediocre showing though it, w- it was certainly no Iron Woman match it was certainly not one of Sasha's strongest moments and at the end she cried in the middle of the ring like a boss <laughs> so I was going to throw that in there yeah yeah like no, a I, boss like a boss does um, and then there was this weird moment as well where she shook hands with um, she shook hands with Ronda Rousey and kind of sobbed a bit and then just kind of walked away looking dejected and I'm pretty sure that at some point someone reminded her because she then went back to a celebrating Ronda Rousey after walking halfway up the ramp and showed her the four symbol and wandered away again from the outside of the ring. So it <laughs> looked like she had left and then remembered that actually no, we're supposed to all be flashing the four symbol over the next week um, in order to tease the four horsewomen match, which is what's happened um, over the subsequent days with Bailey doing it with Becky Lynch and similar. The only person who hasn't yet is Charlotte Flair at this stage. Um, yeah, it was it was all right. It was all right. Um, but it did look like Sasha Banks was a little bit mediocre um, okay. in comparison to where she was. Um, surprising. Um, it is I surprising. Like Sasha Banks match. I, so. I, I love Sasha Banks, but if you ever wondered who the weakest member of the Four Horsewomen was, my opinion is this match will show you that. Fair enough. Um, that's just my opinion, obviously. Um, like and subscribe on Twitter. Don't give me any of your opinions on how much you hate me as a result of me saying that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm sure everyone will We're have sorting out our Twitter handles. We are, we are, we will at some point. 30 woman Royal Rumble for women's championship match at WrestleMania 35 of the winners choosing um, came next. Um, one minute, 12 
no wait one hour, one hour. <laughs> sorry one hour as well. sorry it just flew by that's <laughs> that's what it was yeah, just flew by just, just flew yeah, by it just didn't flew. seem too long at all yeah no yeah, yeah. No. one hour 12 minutes now if you work this out in your head if somebody is coming down every half a half uh, sorry every minute and a half yeah 90 seconds, 90 seconds yeah. then that leads to 45 minutes of 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 and where the what where the hell did how did that go on <laughs> for almost half an hour after that point how did that happen i Be- don't know I don't, I, just, I don't know the pacing was completely off of this one the pacing was a nightmare at the start of it no one was getting eliminated which seemed pretty odd to be fair yeah um what were, so what's lacy lacy that was uh, it okay yes. never mind never mind she was number number one wasn't she yeah she was yeah and natalia came out yeah as a veteran yeah to set the pace of the match, which she failed to do, it yeah. would seem. It, um, it, it was it was it was dog shit. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking dog shit, mate. Um, Lacey Evans, isn't to, it? Called up too soon. Called up too soon. Oh, way too soon. But I said that about Alexa Bliss. Yeah, and, you did. And look at her now. Well, yeah, so but I mean, it could all turn around. It could all turn around. I mean, maybe she needs to be thrown onto thrown onto the house house. Um, house show circuit for a few years to a few years. <laughs> learn how to actually execute her moves consistently. I know she put on some pretty good matches in NXT. I would say she put on some fairly good matches in NXT um, for the four minutes she was there. Mm. Um, but I mean, all in all, it just felt too soon, and it was it was evident there. There was there was then twenty five other homogenized mannequins with hair on um I, the problem with having a 30 woman royal rumble <coughs> when there is such a shallow talent pool um compared to the talent pool of men available to WWE is that eventually the cracks are going to show and i feel the the first 20 to 30 minutes of this match just felt poorly paced, poorly timed. And it was just one identical Harley Quinn come down the aisle after another. There is a lot of, a lot of influence from Harley Quinn in a lot of the women's attire. Yeah. Let's face it. Is yeah. Happening, but um, I don't know who half of them are. I don't care to know. Um, you're talking about Alexa Bliss and you're talking about Liv Morgan. And you're talking about someone else as well. Ruby Riot? Is she? No, no. It's Liv Morgan from the right squad. Okay. I I don't even know. Jay, you you cover this one for me. (laughs) Generally, even trying to talk about this match is exhausting me. Well, I think we should skip to the important part. All right, then. Um, so, Lana, fair, number 27. Not much really happened. I mean, Charlotte Flair was amazing. Charlotte Flair, yeah. Let's talk about Charlotte Flair. It's actually completely destroying at the moment. Let's talk about Charlotte Flair for a minute. Charlotte Flair was fucking awesome. Um, she came across as an absolute... Unhinged. Unhinged maniacal. monster. Yeah. Um, she came across completely where she should be. Um, she, like, she, a, like a switch is flipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or she's um, missing a few. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's her. Her makeup is now two tone. Um, she's looking almost ghost like, like she's putting mm. way too much on. Um, like those images of late era Queen Elizabeth the first, where she just looks absolutely fucking batshit insane. <laughs> she she looks like she she started she's starting to come 
loose. She is the squeaky wheel, um, and it looks great on her. Um, Completely agree. Yeah, she's putting she's way too much. Well. Her character is putting way too much effort into her appearance, um, and she is becoming more and more unhinged as it all falls apart, as she becomes more and more angered and more fevered in the ring. And it's a side of, it's a side of the flares that we have never seen before. A flare who has gone so far that they are viciously incensed and they cannot stop themselves beyond the point where their appearance no longer matters. I've never seen that from any member of the Flair family. You know, that prestigious wrestling family. <laughs> <laughs> There's Rick. Rick. <laughs> <laughs> and David. Oh, David. Yeah, David. David, yeah. No, I forgot about David because he was so... Crowbar was his tag team partner, good. right? Who? Crowbar. Crow Crowbar? Crowbar. Was that... A, WCW? Adam Bomb. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's not the same know. guy. I don't, I, 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 he's, he's in the same bin as Adam Bomb. It's <laughs> Duke the Dumpster Drossy's bin, and they all just sit there. <laughs> Him, the Repo Man. Um, Playing Monopoly, I would assume. Yeah, 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 probably. Because yeah. the sure as fuck weren't wrestling. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so Charlotte Flair looked great. Um, Becky Lynch um, came down um, with Lana, who was number number 27. Yeah. Um, hobbled towards yeah, the 27. ring. Hobbled towards the ring, looking incredibly... Um, injured. Injured, In yes. Pain. Injured. Very, yeah. She pulled it off well. Yeah. She looked really, really, really hurt. agonized. Yeah. Hurt. Yeah. Um, it. Becky Lynch came down, and um, as we know in WWE, when you want something, what you do is you whine to Fit Finley in public. And being professionals that they are, they say, yeah, sure, you can enter this match that's already had its card all sorted. Um, yeah, no, that's just how real sporting competitions work. Let's hit your music. And Becky Lynch went in and entered into the Royal Rumble, which ironically wasn't the weirdest entry in a Rumble that night but we shall continue on to that yeah later. yes yes um, definitely so becky lynch went in um oh the the woman that you like is it naomi naomi yeah what a fantastic what a fantastic ode to kofi kingston with the running along the that was her wasn't yeah, it? yeah that was her and yeah then Mandy Rose. Yeah, Manny Rose. Had, off, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was an absolutely fantastic moment. She she did a Jeff Hardy, ran along the um ran along the um security barrier. Security barrier, thank you. Yeah. And um, jumped, onto jumped, jumped onto the stairs in platform shoes, might I add. See through platform shoes with glowing neon on it. Looked great. I I I I would struggle to find a wrestler on that card who could manage to do it. Um sorry, I just wanted to mention that before I forgot it. Um yeah, so Becky Lynch ends up basically outside. Oh, and also Hornswoggle was there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Selena Vega came out dressed as Vega from Street Fighter. I assume in the international version, um, she um, they they CGI'd M. Bison onto her instead. That's a little gamer joke for you all. Um, she then hid under the ring, and Hornswoggle chased her away. Um, chased her out because obviously Hornswoggle lives under the ring. Really like the way she kept on looking out of the ring every 20 seconds. That was great. Um, the stupid segment. Don't know why they did it. Okay, that's pretty much everything exciting that happened in there, barring the end where Becky Lynch was outside of the ring. Charlotte Flair looks around and realizes that there are only two people left. It is her and it is Becky Lynch. Uh, before that, um, Nia Jax was eliminated by Becky Lynch. Oh, yes. Yeah, she's yeah, standing no. on the stairs and then she pushed her off the stairs. 
and mm. injured her knee in the process. Oh, yes, yes. I forgot that. That was part of the story. I don't Definitely know. Definitely part of the story. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, it's going to call the match off, let Charlotte win, but she gets back into the ring saying she can fight. Mm-hmm. And then they go ahead, mm-hmm. have a good five, ten minutes at each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good back and forth. Really good back and forth. My only real... <sighs> Charlotte Flair, you pass the point of talking smack with this woman. You don't need to talk smack with this woman. Just stand and stare, get ready, and fire. And that's what happened. Well, no, because she did talk smack at her. But oh, yeah. but that's my point. That's my point. <laughs> they, they should be past that. But no, all in all. It's like, it's like the Rock Austin moment, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was a great moment. Um, the fans were into it. Fans absolutely loved it. Ate it right up. Ate it right up. Really, really together. Becky Lynch won. Um, a lot of people predicted this. It was a safe. It was a safe conclusion. Yeah. Don't really care. It was. It was exciting. The match that's to come in WrestleMania. Yeah. So. yeah. If they'd have managed to do that um, and tell that story in around in around thirty minutes, which is basically what they could have done and should have done at this stage. Um, this rumble could have been forty forty five minutes easily. Yeah. This everything that was achieved in this rumble could have been achieved in forty five minutes. There was absolutely no reason for it to go on for an hour and twelve minutes, and that affected the rest of the show quite clearly. Um, but all in all, the last twenty minutes of this rumble were good. <coughs> Um, everything else on it was a waste of everyone's time. It was, yeah. Um, my other okay. issue with the pacing of this thing, um, with the pacing of this entire event, um, obviously comes with the fact that match one of the main event um, of, of the actual Royal Rumble itself was a woman's match for the title. Match two was a tag team match with Shane McMahon and The Miz in it. Um, match three was Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks. Match four was Becky Lynch um, winning the Royal Rumble. At that point, we have watched essentially um, two and a half hours um, of content when you factor in all the pre pre-vids, etc. Still only two and a half hours. Um, yeah, because we're looking at yeah. we're looking at we're looking at it started at twelve um, here in the UK. Um, it was at the point of this ending. It was three in the morning. Right. Yeah. No. It makes sense. Okay. Um, at the point of. Uh, this is a, this is just at the point of Becky Lynch winning. It was was it no it it couldn't have been that late. But yeah no it was it was a long period of time, and those four matches there wasn't a single one on one match um, between two wrestlers who that didn't have some sort of shenanigans, wasn't some sort of gimmick, or wasn't a woman's match, um, which. I found it a little bit exhausting. Could have taken the next match, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, and opened it with it, opened the card with it, um, and pushed Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks up the card. I feel. Um, I mean, I mean, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles was a good paced match. It I was. It was a well paced match. Um, my frustration with it. The ending. The whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. Wow. Um, well, they've. Put in this effort of characterizing AJ Styles as being the real AJ Styles, mm. he did absolutely fuck all to reference that. You know, this was this match wouldn't have looked out of place on on you know your average bog standard go home SmackDown. Um, I didn't feel that there was anything particularly special. The match on SmackDown was better. Um, Daniel Bryan won the belt from. Yeah, I don't feel AJ having Styles. as somebody who doesn't have satellite television i don't have cable i don't watch raw or smackdown religiously um i see clips of it if anything big happens and usually watch catch up um or something like that um 
I can see that there is no discernible difference in AJ Styles as a character or a performer or a wrestler since striking Vince McMahon in the face. Which we now have to forget. Why do we have to forget that? Uh, there was in the ring together on SmackDown and they didn't mention it once. Oh, okay. So it's just me forgotten about. Fickle. Fickle. Fickle, fickle, fickle. fickle. Um, <laughs> I love Daniel Bryan. He's doing really well. I don't get the Rowan thing at all. Eric Rowan. He's, l- called, he's called Rowan now. There's no Eric. Well, I said Rowan and then you looked at me and gone out as if you'd forgotten the entire segment. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, no, no. I don't get the Rowan thing at all. Um, I, I, I kind of get it a bit more now knowing what's happened on SmackDown, but it just felt out of place debuting that at an event this big and I don't think the match necessarily needed it it was a terrible ending yeah. to the match what the match needed Picks was by the face face slams him wasn't a choke slam it was a face slam mm. and then Daniel Bryan pins him that, that was the ending of the match mm. um, and I don't think those two deserve that kind of ending mm. for the calibre of wrestlers that they are yeah, yeah I, can, I can agree with that um, yeah bad bad timing um, insofar as when it was placed, crowd were exhausted, couldn't get into the match. Um, that translated to us at home, etc. But then I see what you're saying about having two championship matches after each other. Yeah. Because we're going to Brock versus Finn for the Universal yeah. Championship. So yeah, they could have split them up. Yeah, I mean, I would have put, I would have put either Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles at the start of the card. I would have moved the Royal Rumble further up the card. Um, I understand there's the Asuka and Becky Lynch issue um, mm. in in timing with that. But, I mean... So let's just move on to Brock Lesnar and Finn Balor. Yeah, that's probably yeah, the best way to go. We'll do that. I would, I, would have, I would have moved around. I can see that they had difficulty putting it in position, so um, I get that, but it just didn't feel right. Um, Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman, uh, with Paul Heyman, um, defeated Finn Balor by submission um, in 8 minutes 40 in a singles match for the WWE <laughs> Universal Championship. Thank you, Wikipedia. Um <laughs> you have you had a chance to um spend some time with it considering um what state you're in at this point have you had some t- <laughs> the chance to um i haven't rewatched it no okie um, dokie i think this will mostly be me then won't it i may have been sleeping at this point yeah um <laughs> we knew what the conclusion was going to be here um i mean everybody knew we all hoped against hope that finn balor would obviously take it, um, knowing that he wasn't the demon um, and he was going to be happy, smiley. I'm just happy to be here, Finn Balor. Um, as a result, would probably mean that he wouldn't win it anyway, and he'd yeah. already ruled out that possibility. Um, he came to the ring in red trunks, um, signifying the WWE Universal title. Many people have speculated. However, I have picked up that actually he was doing a pastiche on the red shirts from Star Trek, who exist just to get shot, because it was quite clear he was going to lose this match going in. Um, but... So push- he gave it away, so if you're a Star Trek fan, you, you would have noticed that he was going to lose straight away. Yeah, yeah, no, I I saw it. Um, there was the Finn Balor, um, the Finn Balor signature um, on his trunks. Um, that was in almost a Star Trek style. It was like a silver, silver kind of... FB. Um, it wasn't the usual Ballet Club kind of thing. It, it was just on the left side of his waistband, um, and it did look like a Star Trek insignia. Almost one hundred percent sure that's what he was doing for a smarts um, 
you know, whilst also being able to pass it off as a universal For the title. ones that were awake, anyway. Yeah, for the ones that were awake. Yeah. Um, so this match, what it looked like it was going to be a standard kind of... Uh, he, he came out, out of the gate, shotgun dropkick, um, managed to argue Brock Lesnar over the course of a minute to the outside. Um, Brock Lesnar sold very well. Um, Brock Lesnar got ang- progressively angrier, tore the top off the Spanish announce desk, um, which... You know, um, he does when he gets angry and was immediately shotgun drop kicked straight into the corner of that um, effect, basically selling like a motherfucker as it hit his lower abdomen, causing a couple of abrasions. Finn Balor then repeatedly rammed him into um, the corner of that table. And from now on, we're off to the races. Um, Brock Lesnar looked convincingly hurt to the point where it almost felt like a shoot um, at least that was how well he was selling it because you can tell when Brock Lesnar's selling and he certainly didn't look like he was selling intentionally there he looked legitimately hurt he looked legitimately angry phenomenal pacing to this match it felt like it felt like David and Goliath maybe um, it certainly felt like a Christian who had been thrown to a lion kind of how they were booking it though David and Goliath Sorry? Kind of how they were booking it. Uh, well, David yeah, but um, if they'd have booked it correctly, though, David would have won. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is my feeling. But no, no, no. I mean, they not did say... Vince's story. They did say... They did say... Not in Vince's story. No, in Vince's story, the big sweaty men will always win. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I thoroughly enjoyed the match. It had that he could do it factor that Daniel Bryan had with him um, at Survivor Series. Amazing match. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. Um you're awake for that one. I, I remember. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> all in all all in all, thoroughly enjoyed the match. Would have loved to see Finn Balor win. Knew that wasn't the story that they were gonna tell. <coughs> um the beatdown that Finn Balor received after Brock Lesnar finally won, um he won with a snap submission. Um after several uh, it looked like a desperation, um a desperation lock of the Kimura lock. Kimura. Um, yeah. Yep. Just after, um, just after several coup de gras attempts from I saw that Fimbella. one. I saw that yeah. point. I saw the ending. Absolutely fantastic. I, I actually woke you up several times trying try to tell you that Finn Balor could win. Um, that's how convinced I was. That's how close this felt. Probably the best Brock Lesnar match of the last year, I would say. May have to go it. back and um, have a look at that one. Yeah, I would I would say it's it's obviously it loses some now that you know who wins, but not knowing on the night it felt right on the edge the beat down to Finn Balor afterwards Brock Lesnar managed to pull off a couple of su- well managed to take him to Suplex City do a couple of F5s um, which again he was still selling the selling the, the wounds on his abdomen they mentioned his diverticulitis as well um, in regards to how significant the injury was and yeah no really really well put together um, it does kind of tease that Finn Balor should at some point fight Brock Lesnar again, and I'm very, very, um, I'm slightly sad that that probably won't happen. Um, but Brock Lesnar could be around dominating the title scene until Vince McMahon dies. So, you know, because that's what it feels like. Or until Roman Reigns comes back. Yay. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, cannot wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> get well soon. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was genuine. That sounded sarcastic. That was genuine. I, I don't. I, I have no ill will. I hate the sin, not the sinner. Um, right then, thirty-man Royal Rumble match came after that. Um, rushed, very, 
very rushed. Good night, everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, they were obviously gone way over on the time. Um, everyone was people coming out every thirty seconds, wasn't it? By halfway through it. Yeah, by about halfway through it, it was someone coming out every thirty seconds. Um, I'm but, glad. Uh, first off, one of my stops this year. Um, if it did happen, would be stop giving people numbers that are relevant towards their character because it's not a good enough joke to keep doing that. Um, they Tom, didn't do that this year. They Titan didn't do it. So I exactly, so I can't use it. Yeah. Um, but that was going to be one of my planned stops. Right, so. okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would enjoyed it. I love Johnny Gargano's appearance, obviously, as we mentioned Alistair earlier. Black killed Alistair it. Black absolutely killed it um, none of them looked out of place in that room Pete Dunne certainly didn't look out of place everyone sold for Pete Dunne there, there's obviously a lot of respect in the locker room for Pete Dunne Alistair Black did a really good sell um, with the joint manipulation uh, where it looked yeah. like his finger was out of place and then he popped his finger back in oh yes I completely forgot about that until you mentioned it but yeah no he popped his finger back in looked really good yeah, it was crowd really, really good on side with it um, it was it was. It's, they've certainly spent a lot of time um, watching Pete Dunne matches and, and being and talking to Pete Dunne about this kind of thing anyway. Um, and obviously, Alistair Black's clearly a fan of some of the work that yeah. Mighty Squirrel has done as well, um, because I, it was a spot that I'm sure I've seen in other matches, but it, I, if I have, it wasn't. It was never pulled off as well as that because it just looked great. And he was bending his finger in an off angle. Looked really convincing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Any any thoughts on this Raw Rumble other than other than obviously us being absolute indie queens and loving it um, and loving the whole NXT? I mean, I'm going to go with Mark. But yeah. 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 We are marks for NXT. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think we've, we've we've covered that. Apart from Seth Rollins winning and and, and, and um, curb stomping. Braun off well, the apron, well, well, off the hardest part of the ring to, yeah, yeah. to the floor. That was kind of good. Um, nine jacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so R Truth, R Truth, number 30. R Truth comes in and down the aisle. Does um, the little thing he does when he yeah, goes down yeah, to the Yeah, yeah, starts singing his What's, What's Up champ. Yeah. yeah. And um, and instantly gets the crap beaten out of him by Nia Jax. Nia Jax, um, of all yeah. people. <laughs> who wanders it to the ring and immediately eliminates. Someone, somebody, um, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose, thank you very much. Um, who obviously would have been happy with that. Um, <laughs> more on that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't get it. I don't get. <sighs> yeah. Could we uh, get Nia Jax crossing over into the mid card in the men's division? And doing some intergender. The point, the point of having matches. The point of having a women's Royal Rumble is that they can't cross over. Yeah, we just sat through two and a half hours, maybe two hours, two hours. What felt like four years of women's wrestling. Because um, I, I will admit, I have a, a lot of respect for some of the wrestlers uh, who are who are like a lot of the women's wrestlers, but I don't think there's enough to constitute a Royal Rumble. There's a lot of very pretty women who can maybe take a hip toss, but let's just say that out of those thirty women in the women's Royal Rumble, ten of them were wrestlers. Um, yeah, you destroyed a revolution, haven't you? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I, I can criticize it. I can criticize it. I mean, I know that not everybody likes. Us, me criticizing it, but 
That's your opinion at the end of the day, isn't it? Well, yeah. It's. I, I'm not saying that women's wrestling can't be on the same level as men's wrestling. I'm just saying that in the WWE at the moment, it is not. Just going to let that hang there. Like going to let that hang there. Yeah, I am. I, I really am. I don't um, know. I mean, you've had matches of Sasha Banks versus Bailey, who have clearly... <laughs> been able to to say that yeah we yeah. are on the and, same path and that would that would be absolutely fine if there were 30 sasha banks and baileys put in that into that royal rumble or even 30 or even Charlotte flares 30 beckys or even or even saying. or even 10 of those and then and then 20 zach riders but there isn't but selena Vega could be utilized better she's been wrestling since she was 13 yeah so she, she, she knows what she's doing in the ring that she's just using it as a valet at the moment yeah exactly that exactly that and it's it's mismanagement on, w, on the WWE's part um, it's mis uh, because obviously she's an experienced wrestler so they've got to make her a heel because that's what you do with experienced wrestlers because the heel leads the match but when the mm. only heel archetype that they use is the coward because they did it with Kevin Owens, Mr. Fight Anybody started running yeah, from yeah, Von Strow. Yeah. You know, um, they've done that with Chris Jericho. They've done that with... they've uh, I could, Edge. Uh, anyone who's ever laced up a pair of trunks and then put on a frowny face. Yeah, yeah, Stone Cold at one point, yeah. And it's their, it's their go-to trope. And so what you end up with is all of the experienced women in heel positions and all of them ending up playing this coward version of themselves and... All of the inexperienced women who look good and are there because of their looks end up end up kind of failing to do a to do a jump up in number in the number one position with Alexa Bliss, you know, or with a gimmick that ro- revolves around a hat. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about that spot. Exactly. When yeah. Uh, when yeah. So yeah, that's that's just my Can opinion. Can you call it a spot? It's more of a skit, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a skit. Um, but yeah, character. Alicia Fox, wasn't it? <laughs> was it? Um, I don't know. Yeah, Maria, Canellis. <laughs> uh, they're they're all the same. Right. <laughs> I like WWE needs to do more with this, and they need to do better before the next Royal Rumble because the first Royal Rumble with women in it was very good, or comparatively very good to this. Um. So yeah, um Nia Jax anyway. Um <laughs> she invaded the men's Royal Rumble. Um so I as you can tell I was thrilled at that. She um, got six one nine and an RKO for a trouble. It was exciting. It was, I must admit, I enjoyed that segment. I enjoyed that segment a lot more than the entire women's Royal it, Rumble. It was really good. Um one thing I one thing that has I have had my attention drawn to, by the way, Andrea Cian almost was in his NXT clothes. Um uh, well, not in 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 his NXT clothes. Sorry, he was in NXT colours, hearkening back to the NXT yellow. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And obviously, um, you know, saying that he's now renewing himself in his latest latest period with Rey Mysterio Jr. Was it you who drew my attention to this? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then as you mentioned, Rey Mysterio also appeared in that yellow, um, that same shade of yellow. So yeah. Um, I like that. I do like that. Very good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. And now I'm sat here and he's just looking at me to say, you bastard, that was my thing. Seth <laughs> 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 uh, um, Rollins, anyway, pointed at a sign and we cut. 
that was it. That was it. That was, that's that the rumble, was, everybody. <laughs> was the rumble. <laughs> I know. We knew it was going to happen. Just under an hour. Just under an hour. 57 minutes, 35 seconds. This match could have done with being about 20 minutes longer because it was fucking awesome, which is great because the women's Royal Rumble could have done with being 20 minutes shorter. Yep. Um, maybe they'll take that lesson, build up their women's roster to a more a less generic point because that's the problem. They're, they're <coughs> all sizzle and absolutely fuck all steak at the moment. Um, and that was that was evident that the difference in the depth of rosters between genders in WWE was very evident on this night. Thoughts? Wasn't the greatest rumble, was it? No, the greatest rumble was obviously the in, one in Saudi in, Arabia. Yeah, that was yeah. in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> 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 oh, what did you think to, before we before we? Um, Go for a cigarette and then record what will probably be the second podcast to drop, <laughs> um, <laughs> covering the rest of this week, <laughs> because yeah. we're now gone two hours, um, and we didn't even explain all the matches, bro. We didn't. We didn't. It's, it's amazing now. <laughs> yeah, I th- I crazy. Think, yeah, no. Um, so, what did you think to? Um, oh, what's Clickety his name? Click. T- Titus World Slide. What did you think to his spot? Oh yeah, you called it, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah I called it. Gonna I go got, under the ring to he's going to go Swaggle. under. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, I went under the ring to find um, what was his name? Oh, Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah. There we go. And um, now I, I, he was clearly there for just that bit. Um, I really wish they could do more with him, but he's obviously uh, he's going to have a career that rotates, result, revolves around that moment for the next three or four years. Um, Unlucky and, Titus. Unlucky Titus <laughs> at the same time. Um, He's not doing much anyway. So He wasn't doing much anyway. Um, any push that he ever had was always going to be squashed because Vince McMahon flips on him for seemingly the smallest thing anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so at least he's in Vince McMahon's good books and is getting some time on TV, um, albeit... Maybe in, in seven years' time we'll have the US Championship. Yeah, um, when when Shelton Benjamin comes back for the eighth time. Oh, yeah, he was it. in the Rumble as well, wasn't he? Yeah, Did, Was he? Yeah. Oh. For like, I don't know, not for long. Well, I I think he was just happy to be there. Man. I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> happy to be on TV. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. I'm back better than sometimes. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, all in all, this was um, a weekend that contained a lot of wrestling for us. Um what are your hopes for the road to WrestleMania as we move forward? I mean, obviously, a lot of pointing at signs. Seth Rollins took a while to point at signs. Um, he took a lot longer than we expected. Uh, in he fact, did it at the perfect I, time just before it went off air. Yeah, we almost thought he wasn't going to point at the sign as well. Um, I was almost disappointed that we weren't going to get a pointing. Um, <laughs> and so then he's going to get released, Seth. Point at the sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and then he called that out on Monday Night Raw, how everyone points at signs, even though he did that the night before. So. Um, we will discuss the rest of the weeks in our bonus episode this week. Um, bonus episode. Bonus you episode. Lucky lot. I know, <laughs> I know. Um, in which we talk about the rest of the week. A lot of the, what did you think to our first podcast, Jay? What do you think? I don't know. I know. I think it's been all right. I think it's been all right, yeah. actually. No, I think we've found that perfect level between inebriated and coherent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe I, a few tweaks here and there. But. So, Meltzer scale, Royal Rumble. Out of one and five stars, um, I'm actually, I didn't reckon much to it, so 
I thought the pacing of the event was terrible. It was absolutely awful, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Um, so on the melt scale, uh, I would say a solid seven. A solid seven. Out of five. Yeah, yeah, obviously, obviously. It was, yeah. it, which, obviously, I don't know, this is going to get confusing. So let's instead go with, um, I think we can do NXT. I think NXT events we can do um, with something as, as dynamic as the Meltzer scale. However, <laughs> I feel for WWE mainline events, I think we should go for good, bad, or drizzling shits. <laughs> so, Jay, the Royal Rumble 2019 uh, from Phoenix, Arizona. No, no, from where? Were they in Phoenix? Yeah, they, they were. were for, Phoenix. From Chase Field, Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> good, bad, or drizzling shits. I'm just going to go with bad. Um, I'm gonna go for drizzling shits. I genuinely am. I. It was washable. Sorry. It was washable. Okay. But, but, okay. It, 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 I'm gonna say there's somewhere between bad and drizzling shits. Um, and the, I know I've just come up with this scoring system now, but <laughs> I and I'm already kind of. It is. Let's just say it was. It was one. It was one solid, perfectly formed. Yet incredibly long. <laughs> um, where are you going with this, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> what? It, it, it wasn't drizzling. Let's just say that it wasn't drizzling. It was solid. It was very long, um, and you know there was probably one or two bits of sweet corn in it that were all right, but the rest of it was a little bit troublesome. Ah, sweet corn. Yeah. Um, well, I really like the Balor match. Um, everything else on there I wouldn't have looked out of place in the bin. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yep, uh, thank uh, Are we done? Are we, uh, should, we, should we get the fuck out of here? Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. Um, so, yep. Um, I th- want to thank you all for listening, both of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is that me and you? <laughs> yes. yes, it is. Yes, it is. I want to thank you all for listening. Um, obviously, you can listen to us. We're aiming for um, all podcast platforms. So, we're going to be aiming for um, Stitcher, probably SoundCloud, um, maybe iTunes if they're not an absolute nightmare. I don't know. I've never signed up to iTunes. Maybe Google Play Store if they're not absolutely nightmarish. Um, probably going to have a blog somewhere. Uh, I'll tell you all about it. Um, blog? Well, not like a blog, but somewhere that just drops right, like, cool. like wave files so that people can just download them and listen to them on phone. <coughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, and follow us both on Twitter when we get handles, which we need <laughs> when to we do. Get that, that is going to be <laughs> that is going to be my to-do Twitter list. handles coming soon. Indeed, indeed. Um, that's going to be my to-do list. If we can get it all sorted before I drop this episode, then it will have been at the start of the episode, um, read by me as an afterpoint. Um, anything to say to anyone before you go? Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just happy to be here. (laughs) See you later. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Now I'm playing music at this point. I'm probably playing music in the the, uh, outro. So bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.